안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까. Wow, today going to be very, very beautiful day. I'm exciting to see my brothers and sisters at a robot treat uh, hotel. Uh, now, the, I think more than 800 people already registered to attend family reunion service. I'm really grateful all our New Jersey members working so hard to uh, have this beautiful service. Today, I'd like to talk about world peace and the role of uh, uh, women too from True Mother's Anthology Volume 2 that's <laughs> study. World peace and the role of women too. We women have the responsibility to solve the tragedy of Adam and Eve's destruction by properly guiding people who are leading disorderly and chaotic lives. Distinguished leaders of all chapters of the Women's Federation here and abroad. In the era of women that has now arrived, we need to establish a model for the whole world through a movement for the realization of true love in which we embrace our husbands and raise our children properly. By doing so, we need to develop the Family Federation for World Peace with the active support of our husbands and children. The Women's Federation for World Peace is not a movement for women alone. It will bear the fruit of ideal families through a movement of true love for our husbands and children. Ideal families established in this manner will join together and create the ideal nation and world. That is the reason the Women's Federation for World Peace has to develop into the Family Federation for World Peace. Thus, women need to take a leading role in politics, economics, culture, and each area of society. In order to realize world peace, Godism and headwing thought offer the fundamental system of values that our Women's Federation needs to espouse to unite the left and right wings to overcome atheistic materialism and to guide the 21st century. Let us go forward together into the world of peace guided by the true parents who have the leading role in demonstrating true love. Let us thus cultivate our families as the dwelling place of true parents, true couples, and true children. Let me close by wishing God's blessing upon all of you, your families, and your nations. Thank you very much. True Mother said that the Women's Federation for Peace, for World Peace is not a movement for uh, women alone. It will bear the fruit of the ideal families through a movement of true love for our husbands and children. This is the reason uh, women, Women's Federation for World Peace had to develop into Family Federation for World Peace. Thus, women, need to take a leading role in politics, economics, and culture, and each area of society, you know, to realize the world. Godism and headwing thought 
offer the fundamental system of values that our women or women's federation needs to espouse to unite the left and right wings to overcome atheistic materialism and to guide the 21st century. What True Mother is saying is that the final goal of the Women's Federation for World Peace is to connect with Family Federation for World Peace and create ideal families, nation, and world. Therefore, True Parents have always said that Women's Federation should not just only end with external activities, but connect those involved in Women's Federation to Family Federation for World Peace and have everyone receive the blessing. I believe that the members of the Women's Federation for World Peace USA are all doing just that. We cannot forget that the goal of the restoring the environment ultimately lies in the witnessing. I would like to take this opportunity today to thank everyone who is working for the Women's Federation for World Peace. Living divine principle, the root of sin, let's study. Humankind is beset by the original sin, which has been inherited from our first ancestors. Yet how can something one eats cause sin to be transmitted to one's descendants? The only way something can be inherited is by being passed down through the lineage. Also, would the God of love test humans by a means that could cause their death? Yes. You know, the reason why the sin is dreadful is that it has been passing down through blood lineage. Blood lineage. This is the issue. The most dreadful thing is the blood lineage among life and love and blood lineage. That's because it can always be connected to descendants while life and love can last just one generation. The problem is that the fall is a change of blood lineage. Thus, without changing the blood lineage, there is absolutely no way to be liberated from Satan. The love of God would never test humans with something one is or can cause death. The only one thing that can violate God's word is love, which is a sexual immorality. Even taking a risk of one's life, once tempted by Satan, nobody, even the parents, cannot save the person. We already have experience through our, gender, our second generation, third generation, our children, right? At this time, there must be a physical disconnect from each other. It's the best to completely separate the environment. So whenever your children or our young children having this kind of issue, first of all, need to completely separate the environment. First thing need to do, and then lay down your teach this and that separation the you know uh, the environment very crucial. Continue. Continue. Adam and Eve would not have risked their lives and disobeyed God only to obtain some delicacy. Therefore, 
we can surmise that the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was not a fruit. Rather, it must have been something so extraordinarily stimulating that even the fear of death did not deter them from grasping it. Well, a test of love. A test of love gives an extra, extraordinary stimulation that even fear of death does not matter. One in his or her uh, adolescence should have clean and healthy surroundings. Genesis chapter 3, verse 3, But God did say, You must not eat fruit from the tree that is the is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it, or you will die. The test of love. And clearly God, a warning to Adam and Eve, must not eat, must not touch, must not be, be even close must not create a reciprocal relationship. That's why when we raise up our children and younger generation, always need to teach this, this point very clearly. Do not eat, do not touch, do not even close, do not create a reciprocal relationship. Because the, the test of love is very, very strong kind of extraordinary stimulation, not easy to overcome. That's why always reminded from the one years old, two years old, and three years old. You know, my son, you know how he overcome the test of love. And his mommy is a really, really strong advocate from the you know, early age. When he become 14 and 15 and 16 and continuously his mom talked to him that your age is same age, uh, same age of the Adam and Eve, okay? Surely temptation will come. Surely temptation will come. Day and night remind him. Do not eat, okay? Do not touch, okay? Do not, be, uh, do not uh, even close, okay? Do not create reciprocal relationship. And remind him day and night. Wow, my brothers and sisters, you know, our education is really not enough. You know, can you imagine that? Even God warned them, you must not eat, you must not touch it, you, you must not eat. If you do that, you surely will die. Next. Many important parts of the Bible are expressed in symbols and metaphors. If the fruit was not a material fruit, then it must be a symbol which represents something else. To learn what the fruit represents, let us first investigate the tree of life, which stood next to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Yes. Am I a tree of life or a tree of death? We are talking about tree of life, right? The tree of the knowledge of good and evil, uh, this is the symbol of the woman, whether we become the tree of good or tree of evil. 
The tree of life, this is a symbol of the man, whether we become the tree of life or the tree of death. Whether we become good or evil and alive or dead depends on the, our portion of responsibility. If you eat it, you will become evil. Surely you will, surely you will die. That's why anyone eat the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil, I'm telling you. They easily become very negative because they feel like conscience stricken. That's why really even they purposely want to get away from there and hate God, hate Unification Church, hate about the chapter two principle, they hate. But the more they hate, they, that means strongly they feel conscience stricken, the pain of conscience. Do you understand what I'm talking about? That's what is our portion of responsibility? Am I, am I tree of life or tree of death? Am I tree of life or tree of death? A life definitely multiplies a life. A life brings force of life. Am I tree of good or tree of evil? The tree of good definitely bears good. And three of evil bears evil. One who already have a chapter two problem. Wow, not easy to come, not easy to come back. There are two cases, more rebellious, and more, 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 more go to the secular world side. The, the other case is a really able type and really, really, really cry and repent. Two kind of cases. Or anyone commit a chapter to sin, two kind of case. One is more rebellious. Hate unification church, hate blessing. Doesn't want to associate unification church anymore. The other case, really, really, really repent. Always can hear the pain of conscience. My brother senses are like that. We really educate properly our children very well. Today's youth ministry, there is no such things as dislike for those who have gratitude. Very important guidance as well. Let's start. There's no such thing as dislike for those who have gratitude. Am I always sincere and earnest and responsible? And am I the one who has good human relationships? Am I bound by anything to anyone? Is there really nothing I hate when dealing with personal relationships or work? You need to take a good look at these things. There is no such thing as dislike for those who have gratitude. When I see other people's failures, I feel like I failed. And when I see other people's mistakes, I feel like I made a mistake. People who are always grateful for everything do not have dislikes in their relationships and are always grateful. People who have a lot of likes and dislikes always lead unhappy lives. A person who eats anything well without being picky is healthy. 
People who change their minds often and are fickle are not very healthy. We often see weak people around us. True Father said that if you live the life of your mind well, even those who are physically weak can overcome their weakness. When I say I dislike or like something, I am saying dislike or like centered on what? Centered on what? When we say we dislike something, we are often centered on ourselves, not seldom centered on God. However, there's no such things as dislike for those who have gratitude all the time. In the life of faith, if there is something I dislike, that is telling me that there is something I need to overcome. People who are always grateful for everything do not have dislikes in their relationship and are always grateful. People who have a lot of likes and dislikes always lead unhappy lives because there are a lot of changes in their heart. Sometimes, oh, I love that. I like it. I dislike it. Your emotion is too much like kind of the extreme. Your spiritual life is not healthy at all. Next. Always check the life of your heart. True Father said that the various symptoms that appear in the body appear according to the life of the person's heart. He said that most who have a weak body have a weak mind. Of course, there are people who are weak from birth, but a person whose body becomes weak, even though they breathe and eat like others, do need to examine the reason in their own mental life. Our hearts are very fickle. We often say, well, I don't like someone or well, I really hate when someone acts like that. A person with the truth is concerned that they will have a heart of dislike when faced with a situation where they have no choice but to dislike it. They choose not to dislike it. Before they say, I don't like that person, they are afraid that there is a dislike in their heart. That is why they don't say they hate others. A person who simply hates others and dislikes how someone is a certain way always meets such a person as their spouse. <laughs> Father said that the cause of all disease comes from the heart and mind. Of course, it could also be uh, hereditary. That's why we need to check the life of our heart when our body becomes weak. Our heart and minds are very fickle. And people who are controlled by the environment end up greatly uh, affecting their health. Father often said that if you live the life of your heart well, and all diseases can be cured. He said that if the heart is joyful and happy and grateful all the time, you can beat any illness. 
That's why my brother says, how am I grateful in any situation all the time? Actually, appreciation and gratitude even can kill, can beat any kind of a cancer, any kind of illness, according to Father's word. That is the power of the gratitude. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And the more we have dislike in the heart and mind, the more indemnity there is to pay. Oh. If I say I really don't like the, the I don't like the people who do not who do that, I really hate those kind of people. I really hate that kind of able. It is proof that I have a lot of fallen nature. I dislike something means you need to pay the indemnity indemnity until you like it. That's why to get to know someone, you can know about them by making them to uh, making them do something they hate the most. All men in uh, uh, all men in the Republic of Korea, without exception, must serve in the military as a duty of the national defense. But few people like this military duty. So there are many suicide cases and many problems in the military life. Accidents often occur when something is done without joy or done uh, uh, out of duty or by force. So we must have a good mindset. If there is no volunteer heart, no happy heart, no grateful heart, then, then bring some problems. True father went to prison six times. How did father overcome those, those times? When we think about father, we can learn lessons on how to overcome the things we hate, hate doing, right? Jesus never complained when he crucified on the cross. How he overcome, how true father overcome in any situation? Grateful heart. Grateful heart. Joyful heart. This is my destiny to go happily. This is God's will. Even though God put me in the prison, this is God's will. I need to go. I happily pay indemnity. Then Satan ran away. Next. You must overcome dislike in your life of faith. For example, if a woman thinks, I really hate that kind of guy, true father will make her meet <clears throat> the type of person she hates the most. We must overcome the heart of dislike in our lives. A person who regards other people's faults as their own is a really true person. Those who have a heart of seeing the other's bad points as their own have the truth and are amicable in human relationships. When True Father was persecuted externally, he tightened his heart and said, let's fast and do a prayer vigil. 
while becoming more active and reflecting internally. True Father had such a disposition. Despite numerous persecutions and opposition, he did not directly confront them, hate them, or retaliate against them. True Father forgave and loved the United States, which tried to crucify him and strengthened us internally by telling us to fast and do prayer vigils. Yes, for example, if a, a, a woman thinks I really hated, you know, that kind of a guy, True Father will make her meet the type of a person she hated the most. If you look at the couples matched by True Father, including my couple, there are many who have completely opposite personalities and were introduced to the type of the person they hate the most. I don't like Japanese people before matching by father. I need to overcome, right? The reason he did this was because there was indemnity that we had to resolve. And caused by tangled ancestral problems. That's why we must overcome the heart of the dislike in our lives. A person who regards other people's fault as their own for own their own is a really true person. Those who have a heart of the see, seeing the other's uh, bad point as their own have the truth and are amicable in human relationships. Next. When you see the faults of others, hit yourself first and reflect on yourself. When we see the faults of others, we have to hit ourselves. Before judging others, I must consider that I have the potential to make bigger mistakes. Therefore, when we see the faults of others, we need to be harder on ourselves and reflect on ourselves. True parents lived with that spirit. We too must always weigh whether we are resurrected or not and whether we are true or not. We live in the age of the fruits of love. There are times when we don't know how good this time really is. You should know how blessed you are to live in the era of Chanogok with true mother. However, even in such a good time, if someone has useless thoughts and gaps, does things formally, and is hypocritical, no one can interfere with that person. When father was persecuted externally, he did not resent the one who persecuted him, but internally reflect even more and uh, offer the Jongsung with enthusiasm. Even though he was persecuted and opposed countless times, he did not directly fight or even hate them or retali uh, retaliate. You know, our father was like that. Even Jesus did not complain while being crucified. Rather, he pitied those who persecuted him and loved his enemies. Our life of faith is ultimately the path of loving even our most hated enemies. By loving enemies, human beings' fallen nature is 
liquidated. And then our hearts become broader and we can embrace everything. You can tell the size of the person's heart by looking at how much they love their enemies. Therefore, when we see the faults of others, we have to hit ourselves before judging others. I must consider that I have the potential to make bigger mistakes. Therefore, when we see the faults of others, we need to be harder on ourselves and reflect on ourselves. We live in the age of the fruit of the love, my brothers and sisters. In this amazing age, we have to overcome everything with the heart of the true love and the heart of the parents. This is the attitude of the true person. Aju, thank you very much. Secrets of uh, loving our enemy to really access uh, the power to liquidate fallen nature. And such a thank you for this illustration. Uh, for our living testimony today, I'm very happy to welcome up uh, Mrs. Nadia Fisher, ACLC coordinator in Subregion 3. Uh, she will share about clergy blessing and the, promoting the 43 day. Good morning. Morning. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Nadia, very happy to see you. Oh, so happy to see you. It's been too long. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Good morning, Dr. Young. <clears throat> Good morning, brothers and sisters. Happy autumn. Happy harvest time. Happy Sunday and especially prayers for family reunion on the Northeast Coast today. Thank you to Dr. Young and all who make morning devotion possible. That's a lot of brothers and sisters. You all know who you are. We really appreciate you. Thank you to Dr. Young and those, excuse me, and those who have given their living testimonies until now. You have made us laugh and cry and think and become convicted. Thank you. Welcome to Subregion 3, the Midwest. We have a wonderful weekly online program, Blessing in 43 Days, that we would like to tell you about. We know that True Parents told us there would be many people lined up to go to Korea in the future, and that's already happening. True Parents also told us that many people would be lined up wanting to hear God's word from us, and that's what we're harvesting and preparing for with our weekly online program. Masses will be thirsting for truth and the blessing. You may recall that almost two years ago, Dr. Rouse and Reverend Jackson got the inspiration to start Pastors Summits, to start to get the word out about 43 days so that we can help all our friends come into God's direct dominion saving their lives, couples, and families for eternity, forever. Then a few months later, the pastor's summit came to Chicago, and our fearless leader, Reverend Takami, decided we should do some kind of follow-up to keep that precious blessing and 43 days spirit going in our subregion. 
besides what our brothers and sisters are doing too. Rather than waiting a month to prepare really, really well, he formed a team and created this program and we started online the following week. Let's go. <laughs> no wasting time. Our flyer on the left, one of the slides, the invitation letter. So April 17th, 2021, our Midwest baby was born and is now more than 70, 70 weeks old. Thank you to Dr. Jenkins and others for training us to keep up heavenly fortune by never missing a week. Reverend Takami feels this is the heartbeat of our subregion because we don't miss a beat. We start each program with music to bring the Holy Spirit, then an introduction to ACLC with these slides. Sorry, I'm going quick. And opening prayer, Bishop Jesse Edwards, short explanation of the blessing movement, and Bishop Ron Thomas's couple's blessing testimony and call to action for clergy to bless everyone they know. Then we go into breakout rooms. On the right side, you'll see breakout room number one. Uh, Reverend Ha, District 8 pastor and Minnesota pastor, got a brilliant divine inspiration for simultaneous breakout room education, which means that we each only spend 20 minutes in the breakout room we choose that particular week plus Q&A. There are four different presentations going on at the same time in four different breakout rooms, but since they're done simultaneously, attendees can choose which breakout they'd like to attend that particular week. It's really great because when spiritual parents bring their first-time spiritual children, we recommend they watch Reverend David Caswell's excellent presentation of Family is the cornerstone for a good society, where they learn about our program overview, the three great blessings, and all seven steps to the blessing. For those who return another week, we recommend they attend the Human Fall, another presentation which takes around 20 minutes. There's a third option which we recently added for return attendees. They can choose Reverend Lincoln's moving presentation of Father and Mother Moon's Ministries for Nations and Families, True Parents Accomplishments. And we also have a fourth option, which is very exciting because we're so blessed to have Bishop Jesse Edwards' live breakout where he discusses nearly any topic with clergy and others who attend. Very engaging. The last part of the program is the Holy Marriage Blessing Ceremony. And we do this every week without fail. We have had the most beautiful couples officiating the blessing. When we first started, the Quarles couple officiated such a artistic blessing ceremony every week. First Lady Brenda was called to heaven four months later. Her Holy Spirit, always alongside her sincere husband, are terribly missed. Love you, First Lady Brenda. 
Most recently, we have wonderful Alexander and Lalande couples who help officiate in such a heavenly way. Also, Edward's couple, Gavin couple, and Laurent couple here with Precious <laughs> have helped with weekly officiating. Such a fulfilling time together. Sorry. Here are the slides we use for the blessing. Flyers we have used, including holiday flyers. A couple interesting stories, and then I'm almost done. This particular couple on the left is a pastor couple, and they came the second week we started the program in April of 21. And the wife had such a totally open heart to all she saw and heard that she wanted to do the 43 days right away. The thing is, they didn't attend with their spiritual parent. The spiritual parent is actually one of our ACLC clergy. And things, not everything was explained to them. Just They just happened to join that particular week by responding to the email invitation. Minneapolis's Pastor Hawkins couple joined from an email they received rather than encouragement from their spiritual parent. So they were first timers and had not even received the blessing yet. So on the right side here, after the fact, after they listened to the program and decided they wanted to do it, Marika and Tomoko-san graciously delivered a blessing kit. We lost a little momentum with this couple, but learned that we need to prepare ahead for this sort of situation, delivering a blessing kit with holy wine, holy water, and everything they need in order to participate in an online blessing. Of course, we can always arrange to do an in-person blessing too, in, or instead rather. This also taught us that we can set things up to bless people long distance, which we surely will need to do in the future so we can bless every couple that wants to receive the blessing sub-region-wide, possibly even worldwide. <clears throat> Here's a wonderful couple from Kentucky. The husband has a deeper understanding of the blessing and our culture and wanted the same for his wife. So he brought her to the program for several weeks to be able to study and learn more. And here is our extraordinary tech team, second gen who run the main PowerPoint, <clears throat> excuse me, every other week to avoid one person carrying too much of a burden to attend every week. A side benefit is, sorry, Kai and Jeremy, hope you don't mind me saying this, a side benefit is that they hear the education every other week and participate indirectly in the blessing ceremony every other week. So it's most excellent preparation for their own blessings in the future. And more satisfied friends at a watch party in Wisconsin, happy time. So we are ready for the masses. We're getting there anyway. We can accommodate hundreds and even thousands with this program. So we're very excited and are using this time to learn how to take care of those who attend now. We have a lot to learn. Something new comes up every week. We discover new realizations and tools we need. Everyone is welcome and, and please encourage a friend to join too if you feel moved to come. 
every Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Mountain, 1 Pacific, noon Alaska, 11 Hawaii. Viva the blessing in 43 days. God bless us, everyone. And thank you, true parents. Wow, wow. Wow, Nadia, you are doing excellent job. Thank you for your beautiful report. Nadia, kamsamida. I hope someday I can see you in person. Yes. Thank you. And thank you so much, and Nadia. I love your presentation. I love your attitude of taking action and then figuring things out and seeing the cooperation between generations and different people. So yeah, thank you so much for sharing that.